0: Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form The rock. The Sunday Rugby Show featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan
1: and Matt Burke. Sensational effort! The Ruck. The Castro Edge Rugby Championship starts August 17th. Tickets on sale now. Ticketech.com.au Good morning, all. Hope you're enjoying this Sunday morning. New government in town. Uh, the Wallabies lost 38 to 12 for the Springboks. We'll get into that in some detail during the hour ahead. I don't know how to really describe it, Berkey. I uh, know Kevin Rudd last night in his speech, it took him 24 minutes to concede defeat. <laughs> Sadly, the wallabies were gone before that. <laughs> they didn't last that long. Uh, I'm also
0: wondering. Uh, I bought a coffee this morning, and mm-hmm. it cost me. It cost me four bucks for a very, very small coffee. Did they change the policy on coffees as well? Coffee's gone up, hasn't it? Already, gone up already well, as well. there you
1: go. <laughs> go <on. laughs> What's going on? They've seen the tax. Yeah, take Jimmy Horan. What did what happened to you? Did you vote yesterday? How did you go about your business?
2: No, I voted early. Um, I voted on um, Friday oh, vote morning. Ah, early vote
1: often. Good work.
2: Yeah. You do? <laughs> at, at the, actually, it's at Sydney Airport. So I walked in and thought, oh, well, I was heading back to Brisbane. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll go and vote. But mm. the only problem was there was no sausage sizzle at the <laughs> Sydney Airport, <laughs> like when you go and vote at the schools yeah. all around Australia yesterday. Exactly. Sausage sizzle and cake stalls and... Yeah. No, so. no I, I, uh, I stacked up on the cakes. Don't
1: you worry about that. You got the cakes? <laughs> I got the cakes. <laughs> did you, how'd you go? Did
0: you have the whole family with you or you were okay? I, I
1: did. No, I, I was carrying uh, the three-and-a-half-year-old in one arm, the 18-month-old uh, in the other, and had the dog on the lead. And did you
2: get a dog as well? Special
1: yeah, skipper. Well, I was hoping he would vote and wouldn't have made a difference, but I was hoping he could have a
0: crack. <laughs> any special exemptions on the way through?
1: No special exemptions no. for me. No, no. Others did. Others did, Berkey. Others who were uh, deemed to be slightly older and more frail were allowed to go to the front of the thirty minute queue. <laughs> T <laughs> Squires with family in tow on board had to stand there and wait. I was very angry. <laughs> it's
0: changed, um, hasn't it?
1: Well, changed already. It's changed. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> overnight. T- What's gone on Tony Habbett though this morning? He's already up and about talking you know, he's uh, they've interviewed him running uh, around the area and he's saying there's a lot of work to do It's Sunday morning you've Sunday. just won the election Enjoy. you're the Prime yeah, Minister can't you have a little morning have a, you know, a little champagne in orange juice this morning yeah. you know, Man Monday and- <laughs> 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 can't Kevin writes, Monday. <laughs> won't that Man Monday <laughs> yeah. be good it'll go for seven weeks <laughs> <laughs> is that because someone's going to go on strike I mean did you see his concession speech it was. Too, uh, I, I did. I saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah, it was all about Kevin. Though, yeah, sure. Yeah, we really need to talk about Kevin and probably sure. this isn't the Third time Person Kevin. <laughs> exactly. Selfie. It was a selfie. But, of course, the other thing we're here to talk about is uh, the Springboks, a record their biggest ever victory in Australia. First time ever at Suncorp Stadium. 38-12. to 12, uh, Too big, too strong. Uh, we're going to get the next. We're to talk to Benny Moen. Uh, was the feeling at the ground, Timmy, uh, and I know both of you were there, calling your calling duties. It must have been a little bit uh,
2: down. Oh it was um, I mean with 20 minutes to go the Wallabies were only down by 7 points and you thought oh they're a good chance here and then all of a sudden the Springboks put 3 tries on the Wallabies and they were sensational the Springboks but yeah it was a. everyone was I think Berkey you'd agree were a bit just bemused at the ground and I'm sure watching the game as well on TV that we thought this was the chance for the Wallabies to get back in the winning circle. They'd only won one from five in the last Test matches, and now one from six, and you and Mackenzie, none from three. So it's a big worry for the uh, for the Wallabies, and I'm not sure where they'll go from here, but they obviously play um, against Argentina in Saturday in Perth. So a bit of a worry for the Wallabies, Berkey. Mate, it is indeed. Uh, it is indeed. i tell you what was, what was
0: interesting. The, the Michael Hooper send-off, and we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later, but the crowd just erupted. And I think the players sort of lost their cool a little bit. I think the, uh, George Clancy, the, the referee, sort of lost the control as well. That everybody was chatting, which you just don't need when you're out there. Yeah, right.
1: We'll get to that in uh, greater detail next. And as I said, we'll speak to Benny Moen from the Wallabies. Uh, Tony Abbott, the new Prime Minister, has called and requested some Lenny Krabbits, and that's Great. his job. Uh, he's allowed to do that. So for you, Mr. Prime Minister... This is American Woman. on Triple M.
2: This is the Rock. The Sunday Rugby Show.
1: It's been a problem, hasn't it? Consistently of late, is that the Wallabies are struggling to score tries, but they're leaking them at an alarming rate. Yeah, they,
0: I mean they, they did make a couple of breaks last night. Uh, Nick Cummins went through at one stage there. Michael Hooper got gra- got dragged back. I thought that you know they may have put someone else in the bin after that, but I think we we were clutching at straws, as in the Wallabies were clutching at straws. They're, they're making the bra- at very
1: very big straws. In the- big straws, <laughs> yeah. exactly
0: right. Um, and they're not being able to go on with it. So not being able to score tries, and remember Israel got the intercept try. It's been a while since they've well created a try, so to speak. And yeah. and, and leaking them in defence is a is a real
2: worry. Yeah, Timmy, they are a big a uh, unit this Springbok uh, unit though, aren't they? Oh, massive, massive. And you thought the election was one-sided last <laughs> night. Gee, the um, the, the size and the physicality of the Springbok team was unbelievable. Defensively, they were outstanding. The way they moved up and spread across the field and just, they took the space away from the Wallaby back line trying to create anything, but it was really their forward pack. Uh, they had a massive back row. Uh, Francois huge. Lowe, a guy called Willem Alberts, um, Vermeulen, that huge back row that just kept getting across the advantage line. and. You know, you're looking at the stats, 38 so 26-point margin. It's the biggest winning margin for a Springbok team in Australia since back in 1921. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't won here since 1971 in Australia, so um, they're up against They came out here very early to Australia, uh, based themselves in Brisbane for about 10 days, and, and they were quietly confident going through it. but. Gee, Australia had 17 turnovers, really cost them the game.
1: Yeah, and is that mistakes that's led uh, Coach Ewan McKenzie to describe it after the game, that perhaps they have to dumb down their rugby a little bit, maybe to match the skill set of the players at his disposal, that you know the style of football they're playing is leading to far too many errors, Berkey? It's like
0: last night, the hell was grease on the ball. It was grease on the ball when the Wallabies had it, but not when the South Africans had it. Mm. Um, And and you're right, I understand the dumbing down of playing just easy rugby, and, and sometimes... The forwards fell into the trap of trying to be ball players rather than just getting across the advantage line. The, the simple, the simple um, uh, tactic just to get across the what the South Africans just come around the corner, come around the corner, and they use their big men to score, and then Oosthausen or Westhausen scores a try after coming from the bench uh, from a blood bin scenario, and he's just a massive human being, and and physics wins in that in that regard. So the hard part about it for the Wallabies every time they try to take the ball up, they got belted. Um, you mentioned the back row. Uh, Alberts was outstanding last night, yep. Helmy. He was just... He was axing blokes every time he got the ball. And, and you don't get any momentum then. Then the backs, yep. which were looking forward to starting to throw the ball
2: around, didn't get a play. There was so much talk, wasn't there, about Israel Folau at fullback, Quade Cooper at fly half. But... Mm. I think the whole issue was there was no momentum for the Wallabies to get across the advantage line and create that momentum. Correct. But I don't think... You, you can't change the coach. You can't change you and Mackenzie. You can't change any of the players because we've got the cattle there to do it. You've got to change the way we play the game. And, Berkey, I'm not sure on your commentary call, but the Wallabies spent a lot of energy and a lot of um, time in the, behind their own 22 trying to you know get out of that 22 yeah. meter line by running the ball, not kicking the ball. And, and defensively, the, the Springboks shut them down. Spent a lot of time at the breakdown as well because they couldn't clear the ball out. But you yeah, talk, about quick momentum, enough, yeah. talk about momentum, Talk about
0: momentum, Timmy, and uh, a fantastic coaching um, piece last night was when De Villiers scored that try, understanding when to run flat and when to get the ball deep. And he got that ball after that Brian Habana kick. Uh, Quay Cooper you know, jumped in the air and took him out. Well done. Didn't do a good job, but <laughs> a good enough job anyhow. But then the, the ball from Pinnard to De Villiers just... Outstanding. had the Wallabies at sixes and sevens, if you call it that, and straight through scored the try. So just smart play.
1: You, you were talking before about Michael Hooper and his being sent to the bin. Uh, now, that was for the, the lifting tackle. You, you think that was a... I was filthy. Really? I was filthy. I that, you
0: thought just... it was just
2: a great, solid tackle? That's just a great hit. That's just a great it's hit. It's just, just a penalty. That's all, it, that's all it warranted was a penalty.
0: Well, remember, the, the play had stopped. So, the, so he'd already blown the whistle, and then Habana kept on running. So uh, Michael Hooper says, I can't hear. So he hits him in a, in a great tackle. Then Habana... I mean, we've spoken about this sort of tip tackle, as they call it, and, and the difficulty is that when players are in the air, they look for the ground, yeah. and, and that, that makes the, the tackle more... Danger, that's the word. Well, Havana, if you go past horizontal... Got, oh, yeah. I understand that, but Havana yeah. just got flattened. That was just a great hit.
1: Michael Liner, uh, I think in, still in commentating in, in Britain, Sky Sports News, I think it was, yep. he's been quoted as saying that the Australian team now has gone backwards. He was concerned about the, and it comes up regularly, doesn't it, when you see players after the game seeming to be not as upset and disillusioned as yeah. their fans, I guess, or uh, others con- uh, you know, involved with the game. James O'Connor, he saying he was there laughing with the Springboks players, and after dropping drubbing like that, that shouldn't be the scenario. Do you make anything of that kind of stuff, Timmy?
2: Um, it's hard in, in modern day sport that uh, most of that used to occur in the dressing shed, yeah. um, an hour and a half to two hours after the match, mm-hmm. not two minutes after the match. And it's um, publicly now players stay on the field for a period of time. I'm not sure why, um, but maybe it's out of respect for the other team. But they stay on the field and they start talking to each other. And the public you know, the cameras are picking them up, laughing and joking. When, and we spoke about probably last year when the Wallabies lost to the All Blacks in, yeah. in New Zealand. That same thing happened. But... Uh, I don't know. It's a difficult one. I'd love to see it happen in the dressing shed where no one else can see it. An hour and a half, two hours after the game, it's got to really hurt. It's got to really hurt when you lose a test match. It's
0: perceptions, though, isn't it? Yeah, you
2: know, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does really hurt, Berkey, The players, oh and yeah, shattered no and, and embarrassed this morning. But as you mentioned, it, perception of people after the game is uh, is crucial. People forking out, you know, good money to watch, and and they're disappointed. So.
0: Oh, yeah, it's it's tough.
1: Yeah, still to come, uh, Ben Moen, plus Matthew Burke, who is the new sports reader on Channel 10's uh, wow. Sydney News. Hey?
3: Wow. Yeah, we're
1: going to run him through his paces, Timmy. Uh, I've oh. got some really good tennis names. Uh, to <laughs> see, if, see if he can get his tongue around those a little bit later on. Oh, I'm there, sure he'll give it a go. Know. Yeah, we'll see what he can do. But we have taken a call from uh, the new Prime Minister's daughters who want to hear um, Elephant from Tame Impala, and obviously whatever they want yeah, Great. they get. This is The Rock, the Sunday Rugby Show. The uh, Is Elephant Tame Impala. That, of course, is for the uh, the daughters of the Prime Minister. Just taking requests only
2: from those who are moving. Uh, yeah, I and reckon we could get simply irresistible on Fulham. That'd be a good Robert Palmer. Exactly. Was,
1: didn't his speech look very Robert Palmer with the daughters okay. behind, all wearing similar clothes, and there, there was Tony in the suit in front? Just getting <laughs> <just laughs> to
2: reenact the film clip. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be very good. Uh, like, all right. I'm the glad back-
0: you said Robert Palmer, not Robert in here yeah, not <laughs> Robin in
1: Anyhow, uh, the back page of the uh, the Sun Herald, Timmy in Sydney, yeah. the headline is Owen Three McKenzie. Owen Three is what his coaching record is. You and McKenzie having taken over the Wallabies. What pressure does come onto him? Uh, clearly, it's a, you know, the honeymoon is over, but it's, it's difficult you know jumping on board. His first two tests were against the might of the All Blacks, and now the Springboks, a very powerful
2: side, has beaten them. What, 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 uh, what happens for him now? Uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure, not only on you and Mackenzie, I think the whole um, Wallaby outfit and the Wallaby brand. and uh, I spoke about it on Fox Sports last night. The Wallaby brand is so strong in Australian sport, but also in world sport, and it's just dropping away a little bit. My concern has been the last couple of years is that, and we always talk about in sport the entertainment factor, yep. and there's floaters that watch the game, uh, watch any form of sport. You always get your die-hard rugby followers who will always go to a test match, always go to a super rugby game. But then there's other people out there who will go to AFL, rugby league, rugby union, they're, A-league. They're polycodal, Timmy. Yeah, and they float around. But when there's, when there's entertainment value, so when the Queensland Reds have been playing so well those last couple of years, people will come in and watch that sport. So yep. the issue is, is especially with the refereeing decisions these days, it slows the whole game down. So, uh, yes, it was an entertaining game from a Springbok point of view, but the Wallabies, you know, once again, can't score tries.
1: Can't score tries, exactly, and that will uh, factor in in terms of crowds watching them. Berkey, what sort of crisis is this? Is it too early to use that word? Well, I think...
0: When we spoke last week, and, and the losses after the All Blacks, we, and the scrum was a concern, we then sort of preempted this weekend, as in South Africa, gone, and next weekend against against the Pumas. So it's mm. getting tougher and tougher in in the in the basics of the game. So um, there's pressure on this outfit at the moment, and to, to, you're right, Timmy, it's, and whether or not they need a you know a, a campaign to sort of you know get the propaganda going at the moment, how. Uh, how good the brand is, uh, how how well it's running. If you win, it just makes that side of it easier. Yeah. Um, but even 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 in saying that, the the performance last night, and if you call it lacklustre, not being able to get across the try line, creates a, a lot of concern at the moment. Do you change the players around? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, Matt um, uh, Tamil came on, and what he perhaps lacked in. The, the passing skill of Quade Cooper. He made up in the defence, he made some good tackles, but then Cooper couldn't get his passing game because the forwards were going backwards. It was a just difficult platform all round.
1: Yeah. And it was a backline that everybody had been so looking forward very to seeing so. in action. Ooh. Even the Springboks himself described it as one of the best they you know, were going to face yep. uh, for a long time. And that was that thing, isn't it? That a- anticipation. And you're right, and it's been said before, you, you, you can have an amazing backline but if you don't have the platform that, uh, from the forwards who are giving you the space and time, then it's very difficult to impress. Mm. And, and then you, m- you look at last night's, Game uh, All Blacks Argentina
0: and yeah. their scrum uh, toweled up the All Blacks uh, you know the majority of the time so come to Perth it's going to be a tough outing for these blokes to you know get the ball in 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 and out of the, the scrum to get some quality ball
2: well the hardest thing is Berkey that everyone expects the Wallabies to beat Argentina correct but it's going to be a really tough Test match on Saturday maybe we bring back. Maybe Tony Abbott. He played for Oxford University against the, <laughs> against the Wallabies back. I think there was a tour back about 1981, and he played for Oxford against the Wallabies, so he's got pedigree. That is brilliant. I
1: noticed there's a photograph of Israel Folau, and he does have on his wrist bandage the word Jesus printed on it, and I noticed that the spring go- Box coach began his uh, post-game press conference by thanking God. I thought under the father-son rule they would both play for the same team. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Rock, rock on Triple <laughs> M.
3: This is
2: The Rock, the Sunday rugby show.
1: Indeed, that is where you are, and uh, look, it's not just rugby we talk about here, and in fact, it's not just rugby we solve the problems of. Tim Horan,
2: you've had an interesting week. Where were you? Yeah, I got invited down to by Trent Robinson, the coach of the Roosters, mm. Sydney Roosters, to uh, watch training on Thursday and speak to the team for about half an hour or so, have lunch with them and a um, good bunch of guys. So You I turned was... it
1: around because they lost the past couple of weeks. Suddenly
2: they absolutely turned up against South Sydney. Pre- I, I want some of that $100,000 for minor premiership. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a bit of the JJ Giltman <laughs> shield. shield. Yeah, that no, was a good experience. Uh, obviously Sonny Bill Williams and the guys down there, and they really love their rugby. I just spoke about the Wallabies and my experiences and about trusting and, and believing in the bloke next. To you, so it was a, a good experience. I was actually on a bit of a recruitment mission there as well. So I tell you what, I bet you would have walked away with a signed jersey too, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would have got one stashed away, N- not yet, not for the way, Yes, <laughs> I think I was the only player there without a tattoo. But um, no, good blokes, good team. Did and, you um, did you compare guns with uh, Sonny Bill Williams? Oh, geez, he's a big boy isn't he? A massive. absolutely. He's a, he's a great, such a great ambassador for all sport, rugby league, rugby union because uh, he was one of the last to leave training the first to get there and um, you know such an ultimate professional on showed on Friday night Yeah.
1: Alright well this is a Ruck it is your Sunday rugby show on Triple M the morning after the election I uh, just got a call from uh, Clive Palmer uh, look he wasn't requesting a song he was just demanding it he's in there now uh, and <laughs> he just bought the it... station <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: he said I really feel like some grinners so uh, for you Clive here is Chemical Heart on Triple M this
2: is the Rock, the Sunday Rugby Show.
1: Burke, it is good news for you. You have yes. uh, appointed Channel 10's news sports reader. Uh, when do you When do you begin? Uh, November. November. Yeah. You yeah. excited? I am very excited. Okay. So, so Sandra Sully and Matthew
2: Burke. Yes. The- wow. That's a good combo, isn't it? It's a marriage made <laughs> in heaven. So that means you turn up at work at five thirty and you're gone by ten to six. Correct. So twenty minutes of work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to take you from the Tim Horan School of Work as well. Yeah. well uh,
1: will you be writing your own material? Do you think? Uh, I think you get to it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Well, no, that will be
1: good. We get to you know. Yeah, I you say, that, is,
0: is that like a comedian writing your own material?
1: Yeah, but just, really? if you do, if you put too many gags in, uh, from
2: speaking from experience, don't you exactly. don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want to drive the auto queue one day, Berkey, for just you. Get you know,
1: get fast
0: rate. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly.
2: And uh, yes, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, so what we thought we'd do is yeah. just get all you have to do. This is very simple, it's no structure <laughs> just, to this. Just read. Just, this, this is not, yeah, we're not okay. even complete sentences. All I've done is put some scores in front of you, okay? Right. And a few names. And a few names. So I so, don't, uh, don't pre read. I find also, having from, speaking from experience, like, when you go there and they've, somebody else has written the script, don't read it before you get on air. No. It spoils the spontaneity. Just There's it. no, no, nothing more fun than seeing a name for the first time okay, when so, you're live on television. So here we go. That, <laughs> so right, we, not, have a, we have a, some sort of bed that might kind of upset him a little bit? This is my sheet for the first
0: time I've seen it. with the grill team.
3: That that is. Is.
0: Drive home okay. with Mary That's the, one. the That's Highway that. Patrol. Right. Triple M okay. 104.9. You're on. That's a great start, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, uh, quick, quick, uh, it's a sports, oh, sports <laughs> all-in now. We saw there last night: the All Blacks twenty-eight, Argentina thirteen. The Wallabies went down to the Springboks thirty-eight, twelve, and the NRL: the Bulldogs went down to the Broncos 16-11. That was on Thursday. The Rabbitohs weren't good enough. The Roosters won that game twenty-four, twelve. Meanwhile, the Dragons, 19 10 <laughs> over, the, <laughs> over the Warriors. You like that tone, I don't you? Well done. Yeah, uh, a one point victory to the Storm, 23 22 over the Titans. And the Cowboys, way too strong for the Tigers, 50 22. What about is that music going kind to of put them to sleep or what? What is um, that music? In the AFL, Hawthorne, they smashed Sydney 105 to 51 mm-hmm. at Fremantle. Too good for Geelong, 87 72. An upset, mm-hmm. And Port Adelaide, 87 63. Here, here's where it gets a little bit tricky. Oh,
1: what's happening? Uh, Brazil, uh,
0: Socceroos. Uh, 6-0. Who that's, scored? That's right, 6-0. Well, Can as us all saw, the scores, yeah. yeah, all the scores. Well, we, we call this guy Joe.
1: No, uh, we don't. We
0: do, and he scored twice. <laughs> His name's Joa Alves de Assis Silva. Well done. Ramirez Santos do Nascimento, uh, Andre <laughs> Rodriguez de Silva, and also Neymar de Silva Santos Jr. What about his father's name? <laughs> <laughs> and then Louis Gasto Diaz scored as well. Uh, so that's six nil for the Socceroos. And then also in tennis, Novak and Djokovic won in five sets over Sl- Slava Horvita. There's just one more sentence. There's in one there. more. Is okay. More here sentence. we go. Just that now the, the, there's Russian athletes. Uh, actually, this is for was this for the athletics? Done?
1: Mm. No, I've got no idea. I'm
0: it's a steeplechase. chase. Well, it, just read it. There's yeah. a couple of <laughs> Russian dudes that had a crack over three thousand. <laughs> And one Russian dude beat the
1: other Russian dude. <laughs> so Very well done. good. Very, very Russian good, Bergie. Party. It's a Russian party. You are going to go a long way. Thank you, Tony. A long way. Okay. Just ma- maintain eye contact at all times. Eye contact. On the news desk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is The Ruck. It's your Sunday rugby show on Triple M. Ben Mowen will join us shortly.
2: This is The Ruck, the Sunday
3: rugby show.
1: A great pleasure now to welcome to the program the vice-captain from last night's Wallabies side, Ben Mowen. Good day, G'day, mate. G'day. Yeah, Yeah, good. Thanks so much for being uh, part of the show today. I know it must be tough on a morning after uh, a game like that. Obviously, incredibly proud moment for you to uh, have that VC next to your name for a test match uh, so early in your international career. Uh, but clearly, a few bruised and sore uh, bodies this morning.
3: Yeah, look, it, it's obviously a good honour to uh, get a role like that, but then you get the responsibility to the result as well. So it's it's very disappointing in that same breath. But um, look, yeah, a lot to take out of last night's game. Obviously, um, you know we didn't get the result we were after, and but you know we we look quickly look through the game, and you look at one or two moments, and you know if you can you can change the way you exit a little bit better, and we get a little bit better with the way um, we deal with the ruck, then you know the game will open up for us. We've been
1: talking about it uh, this morning here already. The size of the pack that you confronted last night—they were enormous, uh, up close and personal. How was it?
3: Uh, yeah, look, but that's no different to the same blokes we play every week in Super Rugby, and you know a lot of the Australian sides have had success against those guys. So um, it's, they are big blokes, but that's the, that's you know that's the, regularly the challenge with those guys. Um, I just didn't think we played as smart as we would have liked. We probably played uh, way too much footy inside our our twenty-two or thirty meters, and. Um, you know, you just can't afford to make mistakes in that area because um, Mono Stan will punish every time, and that's what he did. Benny Burkey here. Mate, what did you make of the um,
0: the Michael Hooper binning at the time? It was, it was uh, you know, the Brian Habana, he, he he ran. It was after the penalty. Michael sort of saying, I couldn't quite hear. I thought the tackle was just a great hit, and all of a sudden you guys lost a bit of momentum after that.
3: Yeah, look, mate, I... I... I find it very difficult to stomach that that's a dangerous tackle um, you know you if you can grab a bike lift him back up and drive him back and he lands squarely on his back yeah. um, I, I, that's more than play on to me but the, I guess what they're trying to stamp out is once you get him into that area it's very can go wrong very easily and uh, definitely there's nothing wrong with back tackle but yeah. I, I would much rather than prefer, uh, prefer to see them penalise it when it does go wrong, not when in the cases where it could Yeah,
2: yeah. we're talking to number 8, uh, Wallaby number 8, Ben Mullen Betty. what about um, you and McKenzie when do you regroup as a team? I know you, you fly out about 2 o'clock this afternoon um, has it, you would address the team after the game or have you got a review this morning?
3: Yeah, look, we we spoke immediately after the game. Um, I think the tough things with these two teams is you've got to let them sit for a small amount of time. Obviously, you've got to quickly regroup to get refocused, but um, everyone's extremely disappointed after the games and and there's obviously a lot of heat and emotions sitting right at the top there, so I think it's best just to let that settle. get get a good analytical view of the game and then you come back with actually specific feedback and and take the emotion out of it and that's what we've done. Uh, we've had a breath this morning. We'll meet up again at lunch today and then uh, we'll we'll tick through the game and start refocusing for Argentina.
1: Mate, I, I know it's a big question, but uh, what what's kind of more crucial at the moment? The fact that you're struggling to get across the trial line or the leaking of opposition tries?
3: Oh, I think it's definitely the leaking. Um you know, because that's that's an easy area to fix. Uh, the attack, the the attack will always continue to evolve, and and that was going to be the challenge coming in um, for a lot of the guys under Ewan for the first time. Trying to play a different style of rugby, the attack was going to be something that would build throughout the year. Um, but defensively, I think we've been very ordinary there, and, and the shape and structures we can put in there that can be easily fixed. And, and we've got to make sure that that's our first priority. Benny,
2: you
0: come up against, or uh, well, you came up against a team that ate a lot of meat, and you come up a team next week is going to eat more meat. Uh, they're going to be bigger and stronger. How do you? Uh, Tony already asked you about that sort of physicality. Uh, how do you combat these blokes? Is it playing fast uh, again next week?
3: I, I, yeah, I think you, you've got to play tempo when it presents itself, but I think specific, specifically against the Argentinians, you've got to make sure that you you stick to structure. Um, they're definitely one of the best sides in the world at, in your broken, pl- broken phase play. So the last thing you want to get caught up doing is, is playing a really, really open, um, side to side game against somewhere that, you know, they get presented with loose kick chase lines or the, the ball spills out in the tackle because all those guys have got genuine jet shoes, um, and they've all got the ability to offload. So you now once they get into their phase, they, they get good continuity and it's very hard to stop. So we've got to make sure that we are presenting structured um, opportunities to them and, and you know that really ties back into our def- defence we're making sure we're dictating how we're giving them the ball so that we can present a strong line and mate do you
1: is there a, a siege mentality at all when once you have a few things go against you the team's lost a few in a row now suddenly there's back pages of stories you know about you and, and the honeymoon being over is that going to be something that will galvanise this side or you've got the personalities that can make that kind of stuff work for
3: you yeah mate it has to and we and we do have the personalities for it um you know, we spoke about it last night as a group, immediately after the game. We, we strongly believe that the guys within the, that room can fix the problems. Um, and you know, although the scoreboard looks massive in the end, you, you fix one or two areas, and, and you straight back into a contest. And. Um, you know, we look at that second test against the All Blacks where we probably played a little bit better structurally uh, how we exited our half. Um, we were able to put good pressure on them. So, look, there's definitely the makings of a very very successful side. Um, and we just got to make sure we get to that point quickly. All
1: right. Well, all the best for uh, this week and beyond. Ben Moen, and thanks so much for being part of the Ruck on Triple M. Thanks, guys. Here goes uh, Wallaby Vice Captain Ben Mowen. I think what was interesting
0: last night as well before we just uh, go to a break is the referee was was judge and executioner last night. Hey, Timmy, do you hear you know through the cans about, hey, put it up on the big screen and I'll yep. check it myself? I thought yep. that was outstanding.
2: Well it's yeah, a new it's, rule, isn't it? I think. Yeah, a new rule. You're allowed to have a look at it and, Absolutely. But it, once again it slows the whole game down though, doesn't it? I would love to see referees, a bit like sort of cricket umpires, just give the decision and keep moving on. Just go. Yeah. And sometimes in the big screen doesn't look anywhere near as clear
1: as you're on sitting at home and you will high-definition <laughs> television. <laughs> it's, it's The Rock on Triple M.
2: This is The Rock, the Sunday rugby show.
1: That was a special request from Malcolm Turnbull. Uh, anything any they want, they get. It's uh, <laughs> the day after election victory. The Coalition at last count uh, winning 88-52, to 52, but there's still a few seats in doubt. Uh, unlike the Wallabies, nothing in doubt. They lost 38-12 to the Springboks. Uh, so just wrapping it all up for you right now, what's happened uh, club rugby in Sydney, Berkey? Well, the, the Prime Minister will be happy. Uh, Sydney Uni got through to the grand final over a win over the
0: Southern District's 47 Nineteen, and then the other teams play this afternoon. Eastwood versus Manly, and whoever wins at that game, it uh, takes on University. Who, the
1: they've Final. been there about seven or eight times, haven't they? The past they seven or eight they've, years, they've, Uni. They've done pretty well at Sydney Uni. They've got a good record in
0: grand finals. Basically, they've got the Waratahs team, uh, and yes. and to Eastwood as well. They've got a, they've got a fair contingent. But three ten that game this afternoon at Tj Milner.
2: All right, what's going on in Brisbane, Timmy? Yeah, Brisbane Club Grand Final today, so uh, at Ballymore, 3 o'clock the main game is, the Premier Grade, that's East up against GPS, so no university in there, they won it last year, so East v Jeeps, uh, gates are already open there at Ballymore, so... Forex Hill would be open and the Bundy Bar about to open in about three minutes time. Uh, (laughs) The k Rudd might be there just drowning. He could be, yeah. Big day. So get out to to Ballymore. A lovely day. rugby. (laughs) Lovely day in Brisbane. Get out there and support your local team and uh, obviously the Wallabies take on Argentina on Saturday night in Perth. So still a few tickets left over there in Perth but I'm sure the Wallabies will bounce back. They'll be hurting and so they should be after a a pretty ordinary performance. A great performance by the Springboks last night.
1: Alright, that's it for us. Thank you so much gentlemen. Uh, Get out and enjoy your 40. We'll catch up again next week. See you.